articulate the word the way it needs to be interpreted you bring your message forward father that everyone on their level can understand what you want them to know father we ask you to lead us guide us and direct us in your way and in your word and we thank you father for this time with you in jesus name by way of the holy spirit Good day, everybody. Good day. Good day. I hope everyone is having a great day in Jesus by way of the Holy Spirit. Whether we'll catch you in the morning time when you're waking up, stretching out, getting ready for your day, have some breakfast, some coffee, whatever it is you do, getting ready for a day full of errands or work or activities of some sort. Oh, we're catching you halfway through your day when you went through a few things, got some stuff done, but you're legging out the half of the day that you're just praying to be the rest of the blessed also called the midday madness or you're ending your day and you're sitting down with your family or you're resting and you're enjoying some dinner just winding down from a long day of either work errands or activities however we're catching you right now whatever part of the day it is today right now to you you're now tuned in right now tuned in to the blue book presented to you by Seabrook Ministries and hosted by your boy Blue. Get unified. Pentecost, because he paid it. Well, everybody, I can't stress it enough. Protect yourself. Protect yourself, protect yourself. Masks now here in Las Vegas and the public are mandatory. You got to wear a mask if you go into a store or anywhere where there is going to be a public gathering. Okay, should be wearing a mask anyway, regardless. But masks are now mandatory. See them on the wall, windows of the stores, and everything. You cannot enter unless you have a mask. We're having to do that because people just are defiant. They don't want to be told what to do. They want to do their own thing, which is half right and half wrong. It's half right because we have rights and we can do what we choose, and half wrong because we're trying to keep people from getting sick. So kind of take it how you how, how you get it um but 
there's spikes everywhere people are still getting sick at astronomical rates which means that we have to be extra diligent stay safe have hope move alone do your thing people this virus is not going away it is going to be with us for if not the rest of our existence we have need we need to one practice good clean hygiene good clean life good clean mechanics it's the mechanics that are flawed in a lot of our lives we get caught up doing things we forget to do this do that I'm just as guilty as the next man next to me or the next woman next to me whatever the case may be I'm just as guilty and it's, it's just mechanical we have to learn to get in the process of washing our hands hand has in our hands masks whatever the case may be whatever you wear stay safe guys and I don't mean that just figuratively speaking I mean that as in always have a mask on you always watch out what you're touching and you know being cognizant of what's going on around you awareness is very very important very important although that's all wonderful and great that's not the message today and before we get into our message, I'm sure everyone on the Blue Book knows exactly what we do about this time. And if you don't, you really haven't been rock rocking with us the way you should be. Right? Let's see. Does everybody know what we do about this time? Should. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior, Fum kingdom it stands one savior crucified risen and coming again of life liberty to all those who believe yep say so I have time to get that in your head I want everyone right now tuning in to their wonderful book called the Bible the basis instructions before leaving earth Bible. the spirit-filled Holy Ghost inspired God inspired Word of God that never fails when y'all open up your Bibles to the book of Joshua Joshua Old Testament good book some stuff in here that's really valuable. You're going to go into the 24th chapter of Joshua. 24th chapter. And you're going to go into the 15th verse. So Joshua, 24, 15. Okay. Joshua, 24, 15. Okay. There is a, ch a, a decision people have to make within their homes. Okay? A lot of us, a lot of us are from broken homes. Okay? Where mom and dad just couldn't keep it together. They end up separating. Whatever the case may be. And then, as separate living households, now broken, they add that father figure or mother figure from an outside source into the family, which is called a step, one step away from mom and dad, which is a step mom and dad, okay? 
and they try to create a home and sometimes it works fantastic sometimes it just fails miserably it just depends but there is a mechanism in a household that has to be evident okay there is a way God built the household so there's a way that God formulated a home father or yeah father husband mother wife children animals or pets it's a formula father has his role mother has her role kids have their role okay and pets have their role when this mechanism of father mother children pets when it works the way it's supposed to work is harmony okay the way God created it to be is harmony dad goes to work mom goes to work too if she chooses to takes care of the household dad brings home the bacon takes care of all the necessities they come together kids go to school play with their friends whatever the case is this is a cycle of life kind of like it is in the wilderness or in the wild there's a cycle of life yes this may not be what you really want to see or whatever but there's a cycle of life to everything okay this has to happen that has to happen this this and that Okay. This can't happen with two parents of the same gender. Okay. Yes, it can work. You can make anything work. But you're talking about the difference between natural and working. Okay. You create a confusion when you operate on your own level away from God's plan you create you operate you, you create a, 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 a confusion an illusion okay you gotta remember everything God does is natural okay natural this is supposed to happen that's supposed to happen these things are supposed to happen anything natural is just works you don't have to try it just works is natural anything other than natural takes a great deal of effort from us to do it takes a lot of time could take a lot of finances takes a lot of your willpower a lot of your determination a lot of things that don't glorify God necessarily because if you're doing things ab abnaturally you're not glorifying God because God's a natural God. He does things naturally. You know, he, he built the earth naturally. He put animals on the earth naturally. He made man from the, 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 dirt, the, the dirt of the ground naturally. All he said was not to touch one tree. One, one, one uh, tree. But what happened? It was the perception of deception. It was the lie to open your eyes wider than what God has intended. See, now this is the thing about it, okay? This is the thing about it, and this is why I go into this. God is the only force that can keep a house together. 
You're thinking, well, that's not true because I can do it without God. Well, it may work, but it's not naturally working the way God wants it to work. See, we have a tendency of me, 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 I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. And you get caught into this, well, why didn't God, why didn't God do this, why didn't God do that? Well, because you have this gun-ho, I'm doing myself, and I don't care about that thinks thing. God's going to step back and let you do your thing. God is not going to force you, but he's going to use you as an instrument, willingly or not willingly. You don't understand that. See, most people who don't understand the mechanics of Christianity or mechanics of, of full gospel Pentecost don't understand the mechanics that go on with this. The mechanics is that God will do what he wants with you whether you believe or not. It's irrelevant because he has other things he's doing and he can use you the way he wants to use you. Now, you don't know you're really doing it because you think you're doing your own free will, but at the end of the day, you're like, oh, wow. I did that for that person. God blessed me with you by you doing that. You don't even realize it. Why? Because you're so focused on me. Not me as a person, but you as a me. You're so focused on yourself. And about how your determination is and how you're going to do things. That you don't see the greater picture. That's how a lot of people live life. They live life in this bubble of themselves. Nothing else matters. And then when your family gets together, what happens? They also get that reflection of your spirit of me, 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 me. Excuse me. But there is a natural ordination and mechanics to a house. Hold. Like I said before, father, husband, wife, mother, children, pets. The father is usually the one that brings discipline and discipleship. They go hand in hand. Discipline and discipleship go hand in hand. One's to teach you and the other one is to discipline you. To get you to see things. Problem with discipline is, is that if it's discipline in your own regard, it becomes abuse. Discipline in God's regard, it becomes it, come, it becomes an, a, a learning tool. And we have a lot of problem with people with that. They don't can't distinguish the difference between the abuse and a learning tool. Because when you, when most parents nowadays, well, there's a gap between when parents actually kicked you in the nagas and now where everyone's so scared to even look at your kid. Or you look at your kid and the kid starts crying. It's a big gap there. But in that gap before we got all entitled and everything there was a thing where parents lost their cool and lost their lost their temper and ended up becoming abuse because God wasn't in it see God's into discipline okay God likes discipline because it directs you okay God will discipline you you don't even realize it and it, had, it doesn't have nothing to do with natural disaster or anything necessarily. It has to do with you. See, God is more focused on you as an individual. See? He is going to discipline you as long as you 
make the decision that you're going to walk in that promise. Now you're going to fall off the promise. I fall. I've God, I found off the promise feet out of my off, not the promise. Don't, don't 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 misunderstand me. Not the promise. The path. Okay. The path. You fall here, fall there. Once you realize you've fallen, you get back up. And I'm not talking about, oh my God, I made a mistake. I mean, oh my gosh, yes, God is done talking to me. You must understand the principle mechanics of it. It's easy to fall off the path of God. And this one save, all save madness, that doesn't, that doesn't necessarily always happen. You can be saved. But see, this is where it really gets tricky. Because did you get saved just to say the prayer and to have the clout? Or did you really mean that? Because if you really meant the words and you really wanted Jesus to change your life and the Holy Spirit to rearrange your whole insides of your spirit, then you wouldn't have fallen that far off because God would always be talking to you. And you'd be tuned in because you want to know what he says. Because you really truly want to change. Well, you just said the words because it sounded nice. You got the clout. Now you don't know where to go. Because now you really don't even care. There's a fortress. A household. They got to be successful. How is it successful? The Lord. The Lord makes a house a successful. How? Trusting Him. Then all you can rest and trust Him. Can't go any further than that. Okay. So Joshua twenty four fifteen says this. Yeah, I'm wording from the Amplified. I live an Amplified life. I'm a Pentecostal. I believe in the spirits and the gifts of the spirits, Holy Spirit. And all the good stuff that comes with it. So this is out of the Amplified Bible. And if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the river or the gods of your Amortes in those lands you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. He has given you a major choice. Do you serve the gods that reign over the land? Or do you serve the God? The Lord? Thinking, well, I don't know about that. I mean, how, how many gods are there? How many gods do you want there to be? Back in the day, it was God the wind, God the sun, God the water, God of the this, God of the that, God of the this. They made everything gods. Anything more powerful than a human being. Do you want to serve those gods? Go for it. See how far that gets you. Or do you want to serve the Lord? Big difference. And if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord. Okay. So he's telling you, he's giving you an option. Or telling you, like, if it, does it seem evil to serve God? A lot 
lot of people right now are considering God's word to be hate. Why, why would you consider God's word to be hate? Because it doesn't fit in your agenda. You're not, you can't framework it. Nothing of God's word will come back negative in separation and in sin. He tells you what this will do for you. But he'll never tell you to sin. He'll never tell you to separate or bring separation or division. I've said this before to you guys and over and over again I tell you guys. The, the word of God is to be interpreted through the Holy Spirit. It's not to be read black and white. Because you're going to miss a lot of stuff black and white. Holy Spirit works in the Bible to bring out messages in the Word that pertain to you in your situation so you can have a better understanding and apply it to your life and be a better human being. That is why the Bible is alive, the Holy Spirit. No one told me that when I was a kid. That's why the Bible is alive. No. Now, it's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit lives in this Word. Because the Holy Spirit wrote the Word. This is a spirit-filled Bible. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is in this Bible. This is what written by the Holy Spirit. Well, no man wrote it. Man wrote it, yes. But over a long period of time, different continents all talked about God, Jesus and God. And it was inspired by the Holy Spirit. The lack of talk about the Holy Spirit, knowing how important He is, is unbelievable to me. Unbelievable. Who will you serve? As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. That's a father talking. It's not a mother. It's not a kid. It's not a. It surely isn't a pet. That's a father. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Now, yeah, you can say that maybe a mother said that. Absolutely. Maybe in passing. Maybe in a conversation. Whatever. But mechanically, that's going to be. The Father, as for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. And how do you and how do you know they're serving the Lord? Three examples. One, they put themselves second and care for you. Two, they're always wanting to pray for you or put you in a prayer circle with them. Three, they. Know how God works. God doesn't work the way you want him to work. He works the way he wants to work. You're supposed to ask him what he wants you to do. Listen to God voice. A true household of God that's really sold up to God has not been in America for a long time. Now, could there be households that are serving the Lord? Absolutely. I don't know. There's millions and billions of people. I don't know. What I do know is that the Christian religion, if you will, or really faith, has failed dramatically to, to people. Why is that? Why is the Christian household failing? Because it's not about the Christ. 
It's about me, me, me. How many times I hear people say, just do you, girl. Just do you. Or do you, boy. Just do you. No. Don't just do you. It's not godlike. As for me and my family house, we will serve the Lord. You put others before you. Because God has you. If you are walking in the promise, you don't have to worry about you. You do for others as well. That's that's the promise that God has on your life. If you do for others, you're putting out that aura for God. Yeah, tell him Jesus loves him. Tell him you're blessed. Absolutely. Let them put themselves in the predicament. And then they do, don't say anything. Let God deal with it. You must understand when it comes to a household structure, like a tree, it's a natural structure. Mom and dad had children, children wanted pets, they come in. The pets fill in the gaps that the kids don't. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Serving the Lord. Big deal. Big deal. If it seems evil, choose yourselves with whom you will serve, whether it's the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the river, or it's the gods of all the Amorites. Am Amorites. Am Amorites. In those lands you dwell, but for as for me, it's even telling you, you want to serve, you want to serve the gods of the lands. You may do that, but... You're, you, we'll see how far you get. See how far you get. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Now, we're not going to be perfect, and we're going to make mistakes, but our hearts are pure, our direction is clear, and our vision is open. I'd rather try and fail to not try and never know let's see NIV says this way but if serving the Lord seems un undesirable to you then choose for yourselves the day whom you will serve whether it's the gods of your ancestors serving beyond the Iparites, or as gods of the Amorites, in those lands you are living, choose one of your lands, like you know, whatever town you're living in. Choose a god from there if you don't think if you don't think serving God is right. But in those lands you are living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. In the ESV version, it says this: and if it's if it's evil in your eyes to serve God, the Lord, choose whom you were going to serve. Whether the gods, if I serve served in the region beyond the river or gods of androids in those lands you dwell but as for me and my family says lord he's giving you an option either your fathers or the land the lord don't need all that lord built it he built it he can take it away yes You have to make a choice in yourself. Do you want your household to be blessed by the Lord? 
Who is blessed? Yeah, well, you can tell yourself that. If you're not serving the Lord, Your household needs to get in order to be productive, be successful. Do things have to happen? It's not a wish. It's not a. It's not a fairy tale. It's reality. And once you get that reality, life becomes a lot more clear to you because you realize that God truly does want to be in the mechanics of your life. That's half the reason why we have theology, is to show you how God truly works, the mechanics of God, theology. Because not it's not necessarily in text. You have to study, and you have to, you know, go to school for that. Because mechanics is very, very important when you're talking about predestination, um, theological principles, stuff like that. On a basic level, get right with God. Get your household right with God. Make life easier for yourself. As for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. My love will serve the Lord. Guys, we live in times that don't allow us much time to get it right. And if you don't get it right, you're going to be a sorry duck. I'm telling you that. It is time to get your house in order. It is time to get your house in order. I'm not saying buying up everything. I'm not saying, you know, that we need to stockpile because God doesn't say that. God says you shouldn't be stockpiling. You should be trusting Him. Anything you do that distrust Him by stockpiling, saving, whatever, is just, and you're trying to serve the Lord, it's just, just telling Him that you just don't trust Him. But I've been, you know, raised this way, and I've been this, and I've been that. Well, yeah, it's time to serve the Lord. Children need to have God in their life. Guys, folks, truth seekers, get your house in order. Get your house in order. Get in the Word. Start reading. Get your house in order. It's very important. Go to our website. BLU. Or BOK. No. I'm just messing it all up. 8OK8LU.com for all information regarding this podcast and others. Um. Check out, the, check out our radio station, umolv.com. All this will be linked up to the archives, so you don't have no problems. Kick it off the link. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. We are going to continue doing it and serving the best way we can.
Why don't you hear a little music behind it? <laughs> I love just praying and being quiet and letting the music just do its thing. It brings you into a presence. It really does. Sometimes it's good just to hear it. As for me and my house, we will get your houses in order, guys. Get your houses in order. Get the word. Get God. Get the Lord into your home. Get the Holy Spirit to dwell amongst the doors and the walls. And really change your guys' lives and your households. You'll see the dramatic change and won't want it anywhere else. Fear. Respect God. Follow Jesus. And let the Holy Spirit flow through you like a Russian river. Until next time. Until next time. <laughs> and until next time. Jesus. Strong. We'll never drop to the sofa with. We'll never stop. We'll never quit. We'll never drop until the set is finished. We'll never stop. We'll never quit. We'll never drop till it's over with. We'll never stop. We'll never quit. We'll never drop until he's set his finished. Thought that was it, right? Thought I was gonna quit, didn't you? I ain't gonna stop till he's set his finished. Come on, come on, come on.